0: Hey everybody welcome back to the podcast Daily a couple of days off hope you had a great 4th of July and happy hump day from Bill Landis and me Austin Ward we're back at it and um it's one of the quietest times of the college football year isn't it
1: it, it well i guess aside from the recruiting uh fireworks that have happened and will continue to happen i think throughout this month yeah it's like a it's a slow build to the Big Ten media days on the football side, uh, especially when you've already wasted all your position previews. Yeah,
0: well,
1: is there no way that we could have spread it out even more than we did? How, did, how are we done? Yeah, we can uh, We can go back into it. We can We can get real. We can get like, listen, here's our three-tech preview. Oh. Really break it down into the nitty-gritty. I don't think anybody wants that.
0: That would have been interesting.
1: Left guard, right guard. That would have been uh, wholly transparent as a, as a ploy to uh, stretch
0: the legs of off-season content. Yeah, well, so we're not going to do that. I I did think it was interesting, like, some of the preseason takes about Ohio State. We got into that a few weeks ago with the anonymous coaches, with you know some of the evaluations and preseason rankings where Ohio State is. And Reese Davis is such a he has an elevated perch in covering college football, and and this maybe is not that inflammatory, or like maybe even not worth our time to pay any attention to at all because I don't think that there's a lot that's wrong in it. But we we did get into it on Monday in the Rooster Show, and I wanted to get. Your thoughts on it, Bill? If if I'm if I should have just dismissed it and moved on entirely, or if there's maybe more to it, this is what Reese Davis said. He said uh, his question is about quarterbacks. "Quote: You're not on scholarship to play quarterback at Ohio State if you're not talented and you're not capable. But they're not proven at that spot yet. That's my pause for them. But Ohio State is certainly capable of going back to the playoff. I want to see quarterback play from them.
1: Yeah, I think I think he did a good job of like. Paying proper respect to what Ohio State has done in that position by noting how talented the guys they have are and, and the development that's happened since Ryan Day has been here. Um, <clears throat> it's a question. Like, it's the most important position. So I guess it sounds silly to, to say that it's not the biggest question. I don't know that it's the biggest question for me just because I, I just sort of assume they're going to be good yeah. no, no matter who it is. And Maybe that's foolish of me, and we'll have a conversation three months from now about how, how big of an idiot I was for, for thinking that. <laughs> but Yeah. Um, I just think, like, we we all assume it's going to be Kyle McCord, but even if it's not and it's Devin Brown, like, I still think that they have two very good options, and that quarterback is going to be good and productive. Um, I think if that quarterback were operating in a different ecosystem than this person will, then maybe I'd feel a little differently, but I expect the defense to be very good um, with a lot of guys back and a second-year coordinator. Obviously, the receivers are awesome. Um, They have a ton of really good running backs. Like, my question is the offensive line before quarterback – um, but I also, I figure you're an ESPN talking head, I guess, like Ohio State's offensive line is questionable. Probably is not the most sexy talking. <laughs> play, but I don't, I don't think, um, it's a question. I don't, I don't think it's the biggest question or something where I, I'm like, oh, I, if I don't, I can't say that I know if Ohio State's going to make the playoff because their quarterback hasn't played a game yet.
0: That's the part that's, like, striking to me. If you're, if you're on the one hand going to acknowledge that Kyle McCord and Devin Brown are both four slash five star quarterbacks, and the track record of Ryan Day, that if the, your biggest question remains quarterback after that, that tells me you have no questions about Ohio State. Yeah. And I think that that's also a fair take. Not, nothing that he said can I really quibble with. But I do think that if you're betting on something, and especially with, with the example of C.J. Stroud coming in with you know one abbreviated year and no college passes before taking over as a starter, and then Basically, immediately being ready to go as a Heisman Trophy finalist that year, Kyle McCord is in a more advanced stage. We may, we talked about that throughout spring. The one start you can you know take with a grain of salt if you want. The, the amount of passes that he threw off the bench—it's not a huge sample size, but it is dramatically larger than what CJ Stroud, ha- Stroud had, and and very different than what Justin Fields had when he came from Georgia. Both of those guys were ready to go right away.
1: Yeah, that's it. it is uh, I think it was on the fan a couple of weeks ago talking about the quarterback position at ohio state and i said this is the most turnkey offense in college football i think the only comparison is probably usc um i think that lincoln riley has built up similar credit to ryan day and just assuming whoever is orchestrating that offense is gonna be really good and that the offense is going to be really good um and like even the schedule like cj Stroud had to play on the road against what turned out to be like a pretty good minnesota team in his first start and then to play oregon right away the second week like Ohio State does open on the road in the Big Ten game this year. It's not the same thing. Uh, they have three weeks building up to have to go to they have to go play Notre Dame on the road. Like <clears throat> I think, I guess that goes back to the circumstances part of the conversation. Like if they were playing at Notre Dame in week two, maybe I'd feel differently. Like I think you can question like, is that guy really going to be ready for that kind of atmosphere and that kind of game? Maybe not. Um, there's no also no guarantee he'll be ready for in the fourth game of the year. But I think he'll has an opportunity to be more ready than he would be otherwise. So I think with that build up with everything around them. I don't know. Like, I, I don't even, even if the, the guy, again, if it's Kyle McCord, even if he sets the, doesn't set the world on fire in the first three weeks, like I, I don't, I'm not anticipating a world where like Kyle McCord goes out there and looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And then all of a sudden Ohio state drops a game at Notre Dame that no one's expecting. And honestly, I don't think anyone wants to have this conversation. They can lose at Notre Dame and still make the playoff. Like we've seen them lose that game before. And still make the playoff. So I don't, it's about like, for me, that conversation around that position is, can you navigate a tricky schedule that, that, Takes you on the road to Madison, Wisconsin, and then takes you up to Ann Arbor at the end of the year. It's like, are you, are you going to be ready to win that game, the Michigan game, and then are you the next level kind of talent that it's going to take to win once you get to the playoff? Um, I think I think that's a fair conversation, but I don't I don't know that I'm in any kind of fear about that position not being what it needs to be throughout the
0: first basically month and a half of the season. Yeah, I, this won't come as any surprise to regular listeners. I mean, my feelings that Kyle McCord is well ahead in that race and going to be the starting quarterback are are documented going back to March when we saw them out there. But one thing that kind of, like, feels disingenuous or annoying to me is when the national perception is that, like, there's this heated battle and that nobody knows and both of these guys are unproven. And then what is Ohio State going to do? Because I think the national perspective would be, like, we would really like for Ohio State to have a heated quarterback battle and a controversy going into the opener or going all the way into – a trip to Notre Dame like I maybe they don't feel that way mm. but I think there are there's some element where people would really enjoy that because from a coverage perspective it would be spicy and there would be a lot of clicks and a lot of conversation about Ohio State and I think that that forcing that to be the case like Devin Brown is incredibly competitive now healthy with the pinky back and throwing and all that stuff physical development you can see it he is got the potential to be a very good quarterback for Ohio State and potentially a starter. It could be this year. I don't think that it will be. Um, But if he's ready to be the backup, I I think he understands the pecking order and that Kyle McCord does have an edge and experience and knowledge of the system and all those other things. Doesn't mean he's not pushing or any of the other stuff, but I don't get there's any sense of chemistry issues in that quarterback room, and I think that Ohio State is moving towards this is what it's going to be in August. Let's get behind Kyle McCord. He's got the nicest car. Sometimes that's a new way that we can read the tea. He's got leafs. a sweet ride. Yeah. So I'm, I like to try and force this into something that is heated and forcing a tough decision for Ryan Day. I I just don't I don't think that that's the case. I I don't know that, that it is either. Um, at least
1: that's not the way they've talked about it. And maybe maybe they wouldn't even if, even if it was the case. Um, it does make me curious how when the time comes to name a starter and talk a little bit about how, how things transpired how Ryan Day describes that because if he says like it was Kyle no doubt about it he ran away with it like we're ready to roll with him that's one way you can go and that's kind of what he did with CJ when he named CJ the starter in 2021 if he says like you know what it was really close it was difficult um that opens the door more for people clamoring for the number 2 guy if like at the first sign of struggle it's not fair to who the starter is i'm not i'm not saying that it should be that way it's just the kind of the, the nature of the beast like and we've seen it here People clamored for Kyle to unseat CJ, even though people knew nothing about Kyle. Um, people clamored for Dwayne Haskins to unseat JT Barrett, even though we had not seen a ton of, of Dwayne Haskins up, up up until that point. He he validated, I think, some of that after the fact, sure. but but not as it was happening when they lost to Oklahoma in 2017. Um, that that's out there. That that could be something they have to have to manage, I guess, like public perception wise. But I even if that is out there, I don't think that is truly indicative of like the vibe in the building. I think I think it is. I don't want to say clear cut because I, I do think there's a, a tiny window for competition still for this to play out. But I also think that Ryan day is going to name his starting quarterback in relatively short order once camp starts. And and I do think it will be Kyle McCord barring like an unforeseen pretty big leap from Devin Brown, which he may be capable of. I don't, I don't want to shortchange him. Um, it's, it's just, I, I do think there's a, a, enough of a gap there that it, it makes it unlikely. But if, depending on how Ryan Day talks about it, like he could cre- he could create his own sort of monster with this conversation that does not do Ohio State a whole lot of service.
0: Yeah, he's he's for the most part, as you alluded to with the CJ and Kyle situation, done a good job of avoiding that and not opening the window. Oh, you know, it's so close. Uh, he's done that in spring because he's purposefully rotating guys, and I, I remember asking about that, I think, after Student Appreciation Day. like, Isn't it difficult for you? is it difficult at all for you? Not isn't it, but managing and, and continuing to go all 15 practices, one's one day, twos the next day, because the offensive line depth was such a question. Yeah. Like, If there's a question, it's can you protect Kyle and or Devin to me, and I think they've done a pretty good job of preparing to answer that, and the fact that nobody is even talking about Ohio State's defense is like the biggest change of all. <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah, it's kind of, it actually is kind of strange because I think
1: there are – I think they're going to be good, but there's a lot to talk about there. Like it, I think, I think that side of the ball is far more interesting for Ohio state yeah. going into this season and, and should be from a national perspective. Um, but it's not for whatever reason. And I don't think it's because they're making the assumption that they're going to be good too. I just think it's when you take that 30,000 foot view, the quarterback position is the obvious and easiest thing to talk about. Um, and it, like, I, we're talking about it now. We're going to talk about it a lot before the season starts, and we'll talk about it a lot during the season. But um, if I were, like, ranking things that I find most interesting about this team, quarterback is not number one. I don't think it's number two. Might not be number three. It's Maybe it's number four. It's top five. It's top five for
0: sure, but it's not It's not the top of the list. Yeah, it's just sometimes you have to uh, recognize the track record and the benefit of the doubt. That's where I am in that with both Kyle McCord's athleticism, I – we saw a lot more of that in March and April than uh, we had in the past. Uh, yep. You know, again, that's a practice where there's only so much we can glean from that. But um, it was impressive to see him move, and I think that sort of set aside a lot of the other questions: but Can he lead? Does he have the fiery personality? Like, he's different than these guys that came before him and his approach and the professional stuff. But I think that's also why I believe he's so well prepared to do it.
1: Yeah, I, I do. That those are the things I find interesting. Like everyone leads differently. Like. Justin was different from JT. CJ was different from Justin. Kyle's going to be different than all of them. How do you push the right buttons in that position, like true to your personality, but but still push the right buttons to get the team to rally around you? I think that's interesting. Um, how the offense might change a little bit around the skill set of the quarterback, I think is interesting. If, if One, if Kyle is I – don't, I don't know if I want to say Kyle's more athletic than CJ. I, maybe, maybe I'm assuming that Kyle might be a little more willing to use his athleticism than CJ, but also – there's a viable backup option too does that open open the world up for Ryan day a little bit and and utilize that position more um not even as a running threat but but just like as moving around get around the pocket that kind of stuff Really tap into that athleticism i think those are interesting conversations but like is it going to be good enough yeah i think i think it will be i'd be, i'd be pretty shocked if it wasn't Kyle said how many times did he watch the peach bowl did he
0: say i can't remember
1: uh it was a lot was it
0: like did he say like 10 times yeah and it's been a couple of months since then, so I bet he's watched yeah, it. Yeah, that was in, like, March. <laughs> yeah, a few more times since then. I, I wonder, because I've asked this about Ryan Day and if he's willing to change the way he coaches not using the legs past the line of scrimmage. We don't need to have that conversation again. But I just wonder if Kyle will have watched, along with Ryan Day, what CJ did, when it mattered most, in the Peach Bowl, and say, well, you know, I'm going to use my legs because – I." All the criticism. Yeah. All the you know, the offense working better, the getting out of whack. Like I wonder if he'll have learned from those two years and seeing like this probably has to be more part of my game, even if I might get coached a little bit to be to be cautious and not put myself in harm's way. I think he he did talk about that a little bit and
1: it it's always an interesting dynamic at Ohio State because I think there's probably an understanding within Kyle that like when you play Georgia, yeah, when you play Michigan, yeah, you have to do that. But is it difficult to just suddenly tap into that? I, I don't know. Like, CJ did it, so, so maybe it's not. But if if over the course of the season you know that to achieve the ultimate goals you have to operate that way, does it just need to become a habit that you do week to week as, as opposed to something that you do when the lights are the brightest and the games are the most important? I, I don't know. I, I think if you watch Kyle's high school tape, like he did a little bit of that stuff, not, nothing too crazy, probably pretty similar to what to what CJ did when, when he was in high school. Um, but he can move. Um I think the big thing is, can he protect himself? Because I don't know that C.J. always had the best, the best uh, awareness when it came to that. Luckily, it never really uh, bit him. But uh, I I do think the quarterbacks themselves and probably Ryan Day, something, I would hope anyway, that something kind of clicked for them seeing what happened against Georgia. It's just a question of like, okay, now that you know that, how do you kind of utilize it throughout the course of the season?
0: Well, if you're in the national media and you're, of course, watching the podcast, Dale, and you have some thoughts about Ohio State that you want us to weigh in on, Please go ahead and get out those takes right now. Yeah, because, we'll take it. Yeah. Because it's about to be July sixth <laughs> and we're still two and a half, three weeks away from Indianapolis. So do us a favor, say something crazy about the Buckeyes. No well, Reese Davis didn't do that. Somebody just, just say something, just about, say the Buc- something <laughs> about the say Something about the Buckeyes <laughs> that we can be like, Hey, you know what? We're here every day. We'd like to set the record straight. That's right. Yeah. We will we will process that information and spit it back out to you. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Uh, bear with us. It is July where we're getting close to having football and practices to talk about. Uh, we're we're going to do the best we can. We're not going to do position previews again, no matter how much we might want to. Yeah, we'll see when camp starts. <laughs> all right. You heard it from Bill. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast daily. Great to be back at it. I hope you all had a, a happy and safe Fourth of July. For Bill, I'm Austin. We'll talk.